Hello, welcome to another edition of Unfiltered with Matthew Barnaby, my co-host, Rob Conway, betting guru, usually my title, but bet 99 <laughs> guru, golf guru, uh, great dude. The only thing I have against Rob is one thing, we'll not go over five kilometers on a jet ski. I just got to the cottage. I'm seeing these two beautiful jet skis out on the water. And just knowing if he was here, they would not get there. How's the baby? How's life? And um, everything in between. Everything is great. Yeah, you can keep those two death traps over by the dock. That's fine with me. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm not exactly uh, loving the need for speed on the lake. But uh, I enjoyed uh, the view at the cottage and you whipping around with my wife on the back of your jet ski. Meanwhile, <laughs> flashing me while I'm you know, going along. But everything's great here. Baby's great. She's fantastic. Um, getting lots of sleep for the most part. Like, I guess people prepare you so much for how terrible it's going to be, uh, sleeping and all stuff. I assume my baby's perfect and the best, but, like, I just assume it's probably not as bad as I thought it was and that most babies are like this. But, yeah, she's been good, um, and, and she, 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 she sleeps most of the night, and then uh, we wake her up. Well, not most of the night. Every three hours she feeds. But, I mean, she isn't after that making a scene. She likes to eat and then fall right back to sleep, which is a pretty good life so far. Have you changed the tar diaper yet? The, the the diaper that absolutely looks like the blackest you know, shit you can ever imagine. Yeah, we it's, it's not. I haven't really. I've been very good at a, a disappearing act when that happens. When like I like, oh yeah, let me go get the bottle warmed up while you fix that diaper, sort of thing. Like I'm still doing stuff, but not that. Um, but it's funny because uh, my daughter was tongue tied, which essentially is the thing that attaches the tip of your tongue to your mouth. It's too tight, so it got zap they, they lasered it and yeah. uh, part of the deal is i have to put my fingers underneath their tongue five times a day and stretch it out for like five seconds and she's okay. great with it she doesn't cry but my but, but kim she can't do it she's like she can't do it yeah yeah so the deal was i said i'll do it every time but until it's over you're doing every dirty diaper not dirty diaper i don't mind the oh. pee ones the poo ones they're all you they are yeah all yeah i like you hey <laughs> we're always trying to maneuver right yeah. always yeah. always trying to make a deal i love it absolutely yeah. love it uh there's nothing better than being a parent and you're finding that out right now it's it's great when people preemptive strike and threaten like how bad it is it's like the road to hannah in in hawaii they tell you how bad it is and you're like it's not that bad and right. a lot of times it, it's when they say oh it's great and then you get there and it sucks yeah that that's when you're in trouble but no as long as they're sleeping well that's yeah. the main thing then you can actually function i i know kimmy does most of it i i tried to facetime her we tried to facetime her last night i was i was coaxed in yeah to backstreet boys and i i only knew about two or three songs they put an amazing concert i i call it after watching it it is literally the panty moistening tour because when i tell you i've never heard women scream like this and that's probably yeah. my fault but you know <laughs> 17,000 women screaming for five of the ugliest guys on stage. But you can sing like, I love what I did for a living. And there was women everywhere. But holy fuck, this is this is a different level. These guys are 50 years old, 40 years old. And just women screaming like panty soup craziness. And we try to get your wife. I know your wife wanted to see them. <laughs> Didn't work out, but yes, these, these women were nuts. And, and my wife is a new kids on the block fan, 
she loved these guys. They did an amazing yeah. show, but craziness. Yeah, they. Um, I've been to too many Backstreet Boys concerts because of my wife, and 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 um, you know, it's funny because I enjoy. I, I like them when I was of the age where I was like 10, 11 when they were big. So, and I had two older sisters. New Kids on the Block was another band that I like. So I, yeah. you know, I wasn't in Nirvana. I was more into Backstreet Boys than Nirvana sort of thing until you know I became sixteen years old and 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 realized rock music was cool. But uh, yeah, I, I've been to lots of their shows. I know all their songs and all their stuff, because, old stuff, and then the new stuff because Kim listens to it in the car twenty four seven. But they do put on a great show. They're a lot of fun. Like I always begrudgingly say I'm going to go, and then I have a great time. I'm singing along, enjoying it. Plus, like you said, there's there's sixteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine women and me at a concert. It's not too bad. One Direction would be the one I'd want to see. New Kids on the Block. I think I think Rhonda's been to like three cruises. New Kid on the Block cruises. She yeah. said it's fucking crazy. She was calling my buddies Bruno and Munch, who you know from the golf tournament. Great dudes, both single, around 32, 33 years old. She goes, guys, meet us for drinks before at the arena. You don't need a ticket to get in. Yeah. There's 17,000 women here. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys are like, this is like, put on your Tinder app as soon as you walk in. And, like, it's it, it's impossible not to hook up. They didn't meet us, but, yeah, like, it was just insane. Shirts everywhere. Uh, one One was great that we saw. It was a husband and wife, and she had, I was supposed to marry a new kid. Uh, Backstreet Boy. Sorry, I yeah. keep confusing the fucking two. I don't know any of the songs from either of them. I, I just got yelled at for saying, no, that's not new kids. That's not new kids. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I was supposed to marry a Backstreet Boy. And then the husband said, but she got me. She yeah. got this instead. Fucking great. It, it was, but literally everyone had shirts, and they are... These guys are rock stars for these people. Like oh, they man. fucking love them. Yeah, I uh, my my wife, it's her favorite band. She's been to a million shows, and at one point, it's funny. Like we when we went to Vegas, we saw them at their residency in Vegas. Everything, and when they're in Toronto, one time she was going with a friend of hers, and for it was either around her birthday or around something. I, I got her uh, backstage passes so she could meet the Baxter Boys. So she met two of them. She has a picture, blah blah. And I thought to myself, here I am spending an extra 500 bucks so she can meet guys. This is not yeah, cool. yeah. So <laughs> stupid. So stupid. It's funny you say that because we were having a drink, by the way. Canadian Tire Center. $50 a beer. Yeah. Yikes. These weren't fucking king cans, man. These were regular beers, $20. $23 for a glass of fucking wine. Like, talk about robbery. Like, yeah. I, I get marking it up and, and whatever, but like, I'm not drinking five beers at a concert. Yeah. Like, it got expensive. It, it got crazy. Okay. Who's her favorite? And we, the reason I bring that up because there was a girl and guy, husband, wife, that came up beside her. She had the shirt on and she was so excited. And they had the passes on. And it was backstage passes to meet the band before, before they went on. And she's like smelling it. And I'm like, this is a little fucking weird. We're like, oh, did you go backstage? She's like, oh my God best night of my life. And I'm looking at the dude going, you just paid fucking probably $500 for your wife to go meet a bunch of dudes, hug them, smell this thing. She's going to be know. banging the guy later on thinking of AJ or Nick and, and whatever their names are. Uh, who was her favorite? So who is she pictured in her mind while Rob Conway has been mounting oh. our girl, Kimmy? 
or all Nick, five. Nick Nick Carter is her, is her is her favorite when she was a, a, a young girl. But she that was her favorite for sure. The youngest one of the group. Um, Before getting stung by a bee. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, it's. What was I going to say? Now, now I forgot what I was going to say. You got me. You got me. You got me. Take it away. Uh, what was I going to say about uh, it? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was a story about the Baxter Boys anyway. Um, but yeah, it is great. When he, Rob Conway said $500 for his wife. For my wife. Baxter Boys. Yes. That she likes too. Not like she's going to go meet some like old, like, you know, a professor or something who's going to talk about God knows what. Like these are the girls, the guys that she's had crushes on. Her entire life, and I'm 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 paying just I mean like I'm giving her an opportunity to meet them, uh, for God knows what reason. But uh, nonetheless, do, do, do you do, do you guys have the hall pass, the celebrity hall pass, where you can if you meet up with like you know uh, Margot Robbie and and she's into Rob Conway one night, like do you have that relationship where you get the no. hall pass? Like is is that one of hers? I, I don't, and it's mainly like it's never, like we never talked about it, but like. In my opinion, that's a lose-lose for me. Because if I meet yeah. that person, they're not going to be down. And Kim has an actual legitimate chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right there. I, I have this one with Rhonda, and, and her her crush is Roman Reigns. Like, okay. like the guy's like 6'5", like 280, like yeah. jacked. Like, not the guy I want to come in after, right? Like, <laughs> I was – like. Jake Gyllenhaal, like I'm like, all right, like all right, kind of same size, great looking guy, or Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, can you imagine like The Rock? <laughs> or and she meets him on the road. You're like, yeah, let's uh, remember that little thing we had. And for the rest of my life, I got to go in after The Rock or Roman yeah. Reigns. Like, yeah, it's not uh, not 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 good. Well, let's get away from Backstreet Boys. I'm just ruining our our weekend, our Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend to everyone out of there. College football has started. To me, this is the best six months in sports. Yeah. College football on Saturdays and Thursdays, and we got we got NFL on Thursdays and, and Sundays and Mondays. Uh, it doesn't get any better than this. We are we are getting ready for a big season. I, I was I, I was reading and, and watching comments just with Ohio State is playing Notre Dame. And they were asking some Notre Dame players and Ohio State players, but especially the Notre Dame players, who are plus 17. They are ranked fifth in the nation. Fifth in the nation. Ohio State favored by 17. And the question was, does this serve as motivation to you guys being such underdogs when you're ranked fifth? They're like, we don't pay attention to this. We don't. We don't pay attention to points. I'm like, fuck you guys. You don't like, that's like me saying, I don't listen to the media when I, when I'm playing in the NHL or football players saying, I don't read the articles and listen to talk radio. You lie guys. You all pay attention to us. How much do you think this serves as motivation knowing that they are 17 point underdogs to Ohio state? It has to. And, and, and it would, you can say that you don't care about that, but you can't say you don't hear it because otherwise you don't pick up your phone, read a newspaper, watch TV because you're Ohio State versus Notre Dame. If you watch college football, you're a college football player, you love football, you watch it, that's what's on. They were, I was watching the Pitt versus West Virginia game last night, by the yeah. way, unbelievable football game. They talked about it. So are you watching football yeah. or not? Right? And the yeah. advertisement will be on that this is what happens and they're going to mention that's two versus five and they're going to mention the spread. They're gonna, so you're going to hear it. 
and, and yeah. you have to hear it. And I think it has to be motivating for you. It's disrespectful. It's three scores. It's a three-score game. That's insanity for a two versus five. I get it. Ohio State has an unbelievable offense, and or we think, anyway. They haven't even played a game yet. It's not like they've just run over Alabama or something last week. Uh, so we don't even know for sure, but we assume that they're going to have a great offense. So I get all that, but that number's massive. I can tell you I'll be, I'll be on the Fighting Irish at plus 17. That is for sure, 100%. Yeah, as, as we, we like to say last year on the show, lose with dignity. This is yeah. just classic lose with dignity in the, in the plus 17. Couldn't have said it any better. I, I feel like you're reading my sheet right now. Notre Dame fucking asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Having said that, in the last 10 games against top five opponents, Notre Dame loses by an average of 17 points. You think you I think never take do that? <laughs> yeah, you think? I okay. never look at former teams when I'm putting into that and say, oh, the last 10 times. It's not the same teams. Like right. to play to play against top ten, you're you're going back four or five years. Like that's that's how many years you're going back. It wasn't the same players, but there is a trend there, which is absolutely yeah. insane. Plus seventeen, I I just can't give up seventeen when you are a number five ranked opponent as good as Ohio State is. The quarterback is their offense is. I'm with you. I am hammering the Irish. You were on. You were on Purdue last night, right? I think, if I remember your video, mm-hmm. they were playing Penn State, Big Ten teams. What was the what would the spread be against those two teams? I watched them last night. Both of them were trying to throw away the game. What minus forty five? Like that's like I mean, this is a legit Notre Dame team. We got two unranked Big Ten yeah. teams that you know. Last night, the, the quarterback for Penn State he had a great drive at the end, threw a complete you know dumpster fire of an interception that almost cost them the game. But if you're spread seventeen points against the number five team in the nation. I just don't – I don't understand where you – like, there's, they have to be so much better to win by 17. Like, it has to be not close. And I guess there's the argument that Notre Dame might not have an offense to keep up. But, yeah, I mean, that's what, 35 to 20 is a cover? Like, that's a big yeah. score, right? I don't a know. A couple crazy games. A couple, couple crazy things. I lost the I, – I obviously lost that game by half a point. It was uh, – it was uh, – yeah. Uh, a four-point spread, <clears throat> and no, it was three-and-a-half-point spread, lost by four. What the fuck is Purdue's offensive coordinator doing? They you're can't run the ball. By, <laughs> you're, you're, but you you got to take some time off the clock. You have you gotta, to. Bro, don't like, you, I don't know. <laughs> there's like six-and-a-half minutes left in the game. You're up by three. <laughs> Incomplete throwing. pass incomplete pass stop the clock you gotta run the fucking ball these coordinators are getting paid millions of dollars i know millions of dollars and they're throwing the fucking ball don't give them time like if they beat you at the end i I know you don't have a running game i know you don't trust it but you, you you just can't turn over the ball punt it give it back to them and how crazy was the pit west virginia oh interception through his hands Runs it back for a touchdown. Like that, that, that wide receiver has to feel like absolute dog dirt. And when you think it's just because you bet on him, I didn't bet the West Virginia game pit. I, 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 I liked West Virginia in the game to cover at seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, but with the pit and, and saying, fuck you, West Virginia, like, like West Virginia doesn't hear that. And if I hear extra source of motivation, listen, you don't need extra sources of motivation. Bulletin bo- board material 
if you're not trying to hurt us already, well, you're in the wrong fucking sport. But crazy first night of college football. Well, it was crazy. Another great uh, – I'm just going to fire it up here because I can't remember. Maybe you can remember. Who was Tennessee playing? I don't remember Tennessee. They were playing – it was a Ball State. And the over-under was 66-and-a-half, and it was 59-7 with, like, four minutes to go. And Ball State gets a turnover on, like, the 14-yard line of Tennessee – and they kick a field goal to cover the over. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what are you kicking a field goal for? Down like 42 <laughs> points. And they get a turnover. Here's an opportunity to try and get one of the No, 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 no. We, we're kicking a field goal. Uh, that's because okay. the head coach or the, or the offensive coordinator had fucking money on the over. They knew they were going to blow it. Well, let's go for it. Moving on to the NFL, Jimmy G, Trey Lance. What are your thoughts on this? Everyone thought Jimmy G was gone. Trey Lance was handed the keys. Obviously, they moved up, traded a lot of picks to get him. Jimmy G comes back. Yeah, I think this is – it's interesting. Like, they, I got to think they saw something in the last month that they're not super excited about. But if you're the management and, 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 and if you're Kyle Shanahan, like, you're all in on Trey Lance. I don't, I don't even know why you want to allow there to be this conversation. Go out and get – Anybody else, Mitch Trubisky or something, anybody that isn't the former starting quarterback. So if there is an injury and you want to have a good quarterback, you have some. I totally get you yep. want to have a good backup. He's young. But you don't want the crowd to be singing, we want Jimmy G two games in. And they're not going to be doing that if it's somebody else, somebody else that's coming in, a Sam Darnold from, from Carolina or whatever. You don't even be finding another guy. Um, you're not going to have that issue because there's no history there. And, and, and that's why it was weird to me. I, I get it. It's a backup plan. It's I mean, literally, but I mean, it is a <laughs> solid plan B for them, but it's, it's a weird one to do just because the narrative you're all in on this guy, he has to succeed for your career to succeed. And you're just setting him up for failure. If he's not amazing out of the gate, there's going to be a call for the guy who brought him to a Super Bowl not too long ago. And, and, and so it, it was a weird one for me. I'm not surprised that they got somebody strong behind them to push him, but to be the, the guy he's took, taking the job from, is an odd one for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Football wise, football wise, I love it. Yeah, but 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 if I'm there and I'm Trey Lance, I'm like, guys, you want this to be my team? Now that now that cloud hangs over, and he's a he didn't play much in college. He only he only played a few games last year. Like he hasn't played much, and expectations are this is a this is a very good football team, and Jimmy G is beloved beloved in that locker room he's loved football wise i love it like you you have jimmy g at 6.5 million dollars you you have trey lance on a rookie deal football wise i love it i absolutely hate it for all the reasons you just stated if he does not get off to a great start you can hear what they are going to be saying and jimmy g's going to be sitting there going all right jimmy g's looking like i think trey lance might fuck up here this is a great spot for me i know the offense I know where I am. I've made a shitload of money. If he falters at the start, they're going to be putting me in. Yeah. And I'm going to parlay this into another big contract. Of course. Like for, for Jimmy G, this is perfect. For Trey Lance, this couldn't be any, any worse. Another any contract, worse. another quarterback. I wouldn't say controversy because now Sam Darnold's down and out for at least four weeks with a sprained ankle. $19.5 million as a backup, by the way. 
19.5. Both quarterbacks are making 19.5 million. The Carolina is only paying five and a half million to Baker Mayfield. But 19 and a half, that's the job I want. Yes. Give me the give me the clipboard. Give me a little fucking thing in my ear. 19.5 million dollars. Like, don't complain about it. Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns. And I think the NFL does a better job than any other sport of setting up. LA Rams, Thursday night. Buffalo Bills supposed to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, we all knew he was going to be the starting quarterback. Now, reportedly says, I'm going to fuck up the Cleveland Browns. Now, he's backpedaled a little bit. This is his this is his mantra. This is his this is his way. Is there anyone not cheering for Baker Mayfield to win game 1 against Cleveland after signing Deshaun Watson to a quarter billion dollar deal knowing he's not playing for 11 weeks? Is there anyone not cheering for this guy? Not anyone outside of Cleveland. I mean everyone outside of Cleveland's hoping uh, you know cheering for him and and I was it's so funny when you mentioned that he said I didn't say fuck him up or whatever because I saw a thing saying this is what he said, or he said he didn't say it. Here's a clip of him explaining it. I thought he was going to say at the end, I didn't do any of that. I never said that, but I'm going to fuck him up. Like, I, I thought that's what he yeah. was going to say. I yeah. didn't say it, but I'm going to fuck him up. Like, I guess, like, that's what he's like. That's his attitude. So he definitely yeah. probably said it. And if he didn't say it, he definitely believes it. And good for him. Yeah. Um, I'm all in on, on, on this not working for Cleveland. Just you know, from our last show we talked about, like, I just thought this is a terrible. Uh, decision that they made um, to give all, not to give somebody a second chance. We talked about it, all, but to go all yeah, in yeah. with all of the guaranteed yeah. money and, and just say, here you go. Forget about it. Just cause you can throw football. You know, I, 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 I would love to see Baker Mayfield just out of the gate. And like you say, NFL does the best. Like this is the stuff that other sports avoid. They're like, yeah. we don't want to have, you know, a questionable situation as our opening act. No, no. They're like, let's go. All right. Sells. All the questions you got about Deshaun Watson against Baker Mayfield or the Browns against Baker Mayfield. That's what we want. That's the talk we want. Yeah. We don't care if it's a little bit shady. We know yeah. it's gonna it's gonna draw eyeballs. So that's that's what they do the best. And and you're absolutely right for that. Um but yeah, no, I'm all in for, for Baker. I don't know how good that team's gonna be. He's got a couple weapons. If McCaffrey can stay healthy, they got a shot of being yeah. a decent team. We talked about that before, too, you know, in this division that they're in outside of Tampa Bay. Uh I don't know. I, 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 I'm hoping he wins the first game. I hope Cleveland is – I almost, I, I either hope they go 0-11 or 11-0 just so they either have a huge question at quarterback <laughs> or, or that they, they're completely fucked. I, I, that's, has, has, has anyone changed – has anyone had their perception changed more than Baker? Like, he was a cocky, arrogant fucker coming out of college. Oh, yeah. Number one pick overall. Kind of kind of looks douchey. Yeah. But – now, now he's like, now he's like, everyone's cheering for him. Like all of a sudden, I, I'm on his side. I, I didn't dislike him because I liked, I, I, I like a little certain cockiness, especially as a quarterback. If you're not confident in yourself and a little cocky, listen, yeah. I, I, I want the confidence. But is there anyone that's had their perception change more for the good than, than Baker Mayfield? No, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I you know, I'm trying to think of a, of a story where. You know, a guy has that negative aspect, and then all of a sudden, it's it's turned to more of a positive because of circumstance. But yeah, he he came across as a guy that, like you said, I mean, you know, he was grabbing his crotch and in, in, uh, on the sidelines in Oklahoma, and there's also an issue outside one of the buildings or something. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, 
it was not uh, beloved in that in, in in stuff off the field. Um, and he is cocky, and he was playing for Cleveland. And it's tough to hear anybody be cocky when you know you're playing for the Cleveland Browns. So it's always like, you know, all the fans are like, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. It's like easy Browns fans. Okay. Like calm down. So everyone's <laughs> kind of cheering against him because they just don't want, you know, that craziness of the Browns being super successful. And, uh, and now, you know, he gets the legs cut out from, I guess a similar situation. Um, Alex Smith kind of remember with the uh, yeah. came in and was unbelievable and, and he had, he had been a great quarterback, and not but not in the same way. Colin Kaepernick was just dominant in his ability to throw yeah. and, and run. And Alex Smith's like, man, I won like 14 games last year. You know, like give me a break. And uh, I guess he, you know, I kind of feel bad for him. So you know, I think he went to Kansas City before Mahomes. And uh, you're kind of cheering for him there, like you know, I I get it. You go with Colin Kaepernick. He was probably cheaper at the time too. Um, yeah, yeah. But the poor guy was doing a good job. And, and so you know, Baker Mayfield, same thing. He finally won a, a game for Cleveland. I think he did a really good job. This team was like 0-32 before he came, and, and, and you know, they, he turned them into a relevant franchise. And the second, uh, you know, what they think is a better-looking Ferrari came along, they decided to uh, send him down the river, and, and uh, I don't think that was the right decision. And that's the thing is people real like, it's a business. I get it. You have decisions to make internally, and, and you get paid a lot of money, but a lot of times, like, when they're done with you, they're fucking done with you. When I was done with the NHL, I never heard another word from anyone in the NHL. Like, that that's just the way it is. Like, obviously, I stay in touch with people that I was close with, but you're done. Like, Gary Bettman doesn't call you and say, hey, great career and awesome <laughs> job. And, like, it, that's not the way it happens. You're fucking done. You're done. You can't do anything more for us. That's just the way it is. We're going to get into so much NFL. I can't wait. Thursday yeah. night, college football tomorrow. Lots of great games. Can't wait to watch Notre Dame. Can't wait to watch Ohio State. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Liv really quickly. Uh, four more guys leave. Varner Jr., he leaves. Uh, but he says, listen, this is going to change my family's life. They're never going to have to worry about money. Their kids aren't going to worry about money. My grandkids aren't going to worry about money. I came from nothing, and I love the transparency. Listen, it's a business. It's about money. Cam Smith, a big loss. Number two player in the world. Do we at Bet99 have odds on how many players are going to leave after the President's Cup? We do not. Um, I don't know how many I would say are going to leave. I, 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 I mean, who's going to leave at this point? Um, Rory's not going anywhere. JT's not yeah. going anywhere. John Rahm's not going anywhere. You know, they're, they're, I would say the best players they can get, they've gotten yeah. at this point. Um so I, I mean, Morikawa. I he's a guy I could see doing it just because he doesn't say much, and who knows? Like I don't know where he really stands in all of it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe like there's a few quieter guys on tour that don't really say anything. That like Cam Smith would have been kind of that guy. Like he's just a quieter yeah. guy, nice guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go take the money. Sorry, guys. Like and 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 so <laughs> that's a shame for the PGA Tour, but I get it. And I love the hair of honor was like you say, completely transparent and said, this is great for my foundation. I'm going to be able to do so much with this money. If that means I can't play in PGA tour tournaments, like he's not, he's not, he's not sacrificing a ton, but like he is, he's saying yeah. like, I'm going to do this. So yeah, I can, yeah. my family's set and my foundation set. So good for him. And, uh, but yeah, so I think there might be a couple quieter names that we might see, but the big guys are not going anywhere okay. and they've changed the game a bit with the fact that they're doing these elevated purses yeah. and, um, I, I think it's fair. I've said from the beginning that if the 
if the PGA Tour makes a billion dollars a year, they should cut a check for five hundred million to Tiger Woods because that's his <laughs> money. Yeah, that's his money, and they don't. And if he doesn't win a tournament, he gets nothing, and that doesn't make sense. And they need to figure that out. I love that they're giving these guys five hundred thousand dollar salaries. They need that money. You know, if you think Absolutely. about what the two hundred best player in the world is at hockey, he's in the NHL. The two hundred best player in golf is trying to figure out if he can fly to his next tournament. And that's a that's yeah. a reality for these guys. So for them to be able to secure that and then not worry about having to make a cut every single week, playing for your lives. I've talked about it before. Before I remember when Corey Connors was trying to win his first tournament and he was in the lead. Uh, Paul Casey ended up winning. It was the Valspar when Tiger almost came back and won. And someone said to me, was Corey Connors going to win today? I said, no. And if you told him that he could get second place check and could not win, He'd take it 10 times out of 10 because at that Absolutely. point in his life, he would have used $800,000. Well, now with a $500,000 check, he's not counting bogeys and how much those cost. He's counting birdies and how much more money can I make? So I, I just, I, 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 I'm really looking forward to that part of it um, uh, on the PGA Tour. I, I think that if these guys can get that, the money that they need and they deserve, the, the, the guys don't make as much. But as well, the guys that are the reason why people come to the tournament. Like uh, the RBC Canadian yeah. Open was unbelievable. And everyone watched Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas. That was it. And Corey Connors for, for the first two days to play with him. Yeah, some of these elevated tournaments and, and Brooke Henderson in, in Ottawa last week. I mean, Did you go? Brooke, okay, that was in, in, I, I didn't go, but I am playing that course in a couple weeks, Hunt Club. Uh, but what she's done for the game here and, and going back to, to your point, my buddy's played in a few U.S. Opens. He's trying to. He's going to Q School next month, and they've already raised the PGA Tour. Like it's like twelve thousand dollars for these guys to try to qualify to get on. He's like, it's fucking hard. He goes, he goes. When things are going well, he goes, he goes. The richer you get, the easier the game is because you're, you're not you're not worried about your 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 plane ticket and paying your caddy and 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 paying in a hotel. Like these guys don't worry about any of that stuff. They just go play golf. He goes when yeah. I'm when I'm near a cut line of that I'm I'm worried about my rent, I, I, yeah. I I'm worried about paying like how am I going to get to the next tournament like you said and that's that's the hardest thing I think Tiger said it I can't remember if it was Tiger or someone but like the heart the heart the hardest putt to make from ten feet isn't for a million dollars, it's it's for the twenty dollar Nassau bet when you only have five dollars in your pocket that's exactly. that that that's that's a really hard one to make that's pressure. Yeah. You don't have right. money and you have to do something it's a lot harder. Uh, next week, big, big week. Big, big week. Um, I'm going to let you take it from there because I don't know how much we can say on, on the grand scale, but I can announce in Muskoka, myself, Gary Lehman, against Brad May and Bernie Nichols. Now, Bernie Nichols has over 1,200 points. Brad May has scored one goal that made him $15 million and, and gave him a fucking name of Mayday. Mayday. He scored one fucking goal. One fucking goal. And he gets a nickname and $15 million. Gary Lehman, hell of a player. All these guys. Their career. Hockey player. There's only one out of the four that's a plus hockey player. That's Matthew Barnaby. So let's not count the 60 goals that Nichols scored or 40 that Lehman scored or the one fucking goal that Brad May scores to give him a nickname. A nickname after one goal. Uh, I'm the only plus player in the group. And I've always said that I 
I think plus minus is the dumbest stat in the world until now. It's the greatest, greatest statistical stat to complete a hockey player. Plus minus. Yeah. Well, I think Bernie Nichols has more goals as an LA King in one season than one Wayne Gretzky, I believe is true. Uh, so I think that's a hell of a stat. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's going to be really good. The plus minus. I'm a big plus minus guy. Look, man. Like, Are you? Well, not really, but I'm trying to be nice. Uh, <laughs> All know, right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, wins in baseball when you're a pitcher, it's like, yeah, it's not as important. I get it. You can have a one ERA and be 0-5. Yeah. But you still got to win baseball games. Maybe you're uninspiring to your team when you're pitching. They don't like you, so they don't want to get runs yeah. for you. There's, there's other parts to it. But it is an interesting stat because – you know, you can manipulate it a bit and you can skate the hell off when you see a two on one going the other way and jumping over the board. So you don't get the, the minus one, but, uh, Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> can I tell you, we're in, we're in Pittsburgh one night. I'm playing for Buffalo and I I'm changing right after Jason Dawes on the ice. Mary Lemieux, Yager, Yager come down on a two on one Dawes. He's like, Oh, change. <laughs> jump on. I'm like, I look up It's fucking Yager and Lemieux. I, I take three steps on the ice, fucking back of the net. I'm like, I come by, I go, you little motherfucker. I go, you, you do that again. He's chuckling on the bench, little squiggy. He's like five, seven, like 200. <laughs> I'm like, you might, I'm going to fucking kill you. I go, I'm minus one because of that. Second period, come down the ice. It's Ron Francis and Mario. Fucking, James, James. I fucking jump over. I get about six strides on the ice. Look, I go, I swear to God, I'm fucking, he's like, I'm so sorry. I, not, now he knew I was actually being very serious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. don't fucking change ever again. I said, I'm not going to go on fucking twice in a row, just stepping <laughs> on the ice for, they all worked out. We all fucked someone at some time. But yeah, Pittsburgh, Mary Lemieux, Yager, Ron Francis, you're just getting buried. Mayday never had 19 goals, only scored 18. My highest was 19. So like Mayday. Like, made it. He's a Stanley Cup champion. I got to give him that. I got to give him that. Bernie Nichols is a three. Gary Lehman is a five. I'm a 10. Brad May is a nine. Odds. What are we, look, what are we looking at? What are we looking we'll have, at? We'll have some they, odds have up to be, they have to be heavy favorites. Yeah. I think, I think if you guys played six times, or sorry, 10 times, they might win six. Uh, so you're looking at minus 180. Something like that. Get you guys at plus 150 or something. Um, definitely we'll have odds on the website. Uh, so uh, anyone listening that has a opportunity to go there, um, looking forward to that. Also, you know, we're going to be up there at Muskoka Bay, which is an absolutely beautiful facility. The golf course is unbelievable. And we're going to be there on the patio. We're going to be doing content uh, for the Bet99 uh, Media Network that's coming soon. So we're going to be filming you guys, recording all your chirps and all that stuff, plus doing some stuff, uh, post-round interview. Uh, and, of course, all of this is for charity. Um, the winning team will be donating uh, $5,000 to charity as well. So uh, we're really looking forward to a great day. Wednesday, September 7th, Muskoka Bay. If you're in the area, come on by uh, to the patio and uh, meet some of your favorite former NHLers. We're playing Taboo the day before. You're playing uh, with us. My stepson's playing. We got a little treat. Uh, what my stepson is going to be for uh, for the match. Uh, Glory Days Brewing Company, 19th hole beer, absolutely awesome. 
uh, there coming up and, and, and sponsoring. Can't wait. Bernie Nichols is a great guy. Gary Lehman, awesome. Do a lot of events with these guys. Made a one of my best friends. I know tongue in cheek. We do like to rip each other. We do love, uh, there's going to be, there's already tripping going on in our group chat uh, just about their games and the scorecards going back and forth. I just don't think Mayday and Nichols, the, 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 the better team, two-man scramble, there will be lots of birdies. Yeah. I just don't think the mental capacity of these two people will be able to withstand Barnaby Lehman. I really don't. I, even though they're better as a team, they should be favored on paper. But I, I feel like we're Notre Dame right now. I feel like we are the fighting Irish and we have to win outright. We, we can't lose with dignity. There's no losing with <laughs> dignity in no. this one. It's going to be win or lose, but uh, there is going to be a lot of, a lot of nasty things set a lot, a lot of, a lot of shit brought up, <laughs> a lot of shit brought up. So yeah. uh, plus minus, that's what we're going with. 19 goals over 18 goals. Uh, Gotta, you gotta be the Pims leader in the group. Like, you gotta be the Pims leader in the group, obviously, right? Uh, duh. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I think combined. I think combined Nichols and Lehman might have had a fight. <laughs> I, I should have put Mayday on my team and just beat the shit out of the two guys. So they're lower <laughs> handicaps. All right. All right. See. Golf City. I always tell my students. I always tell my students. Golf's an easy game because someone's not trying to punch you in the face while you're doing it, but. If someone was trying to punch you, if you're playing with Tiger Woods and he was trying to punch you in the face at the same time, it's a lot harder to be his teammate. <laughs> this week, someone's going to be trying to punch someone in the face. Me and Maisie <laughs> used to have a, a game in the bar that you could actually walk up and punch a guy in the face, like on the chin as hard as you wanted. A couple times, like you'd go like sideways and people are, I remember we did this in front of Jack Eichel and, and, uh, and uh, Sam Reinhardt. We were at a bar in Buffalo for 90s alumni night. And I walked by and I hit Maisie right on the chin. And he goes, you're fucking, this was 20 years ago we were doing this, Matthew. And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, good things last, man. And these guys are looking at me like, you guys are fucked up. Like, this is a different era now. Don't come yeah. near us. Like, don't come near us. So we're going to have a great week. Can't wait. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see Kimmy. Going to be an awesome, awesome time. Bet 99. Going to be an awesome, awesome weekend again. Glory Days Brewing Company, and I love that we're donating money money to charity. Uh, so many great things this weekend: college football, NFL coming next week. Can't wait to see you. Thanks for coming on, and uh, wow. let's have ourselves a weekend.